Welcome back, everybody. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. This is the Health on 10 podcast. Ooh, a little voice crack there. I'm your host, Alex Krenitz. I do a podcast where I talk about health, nutrition, fitness topics for 10 minutes. I go into detail as much as I can, hopefully to give you guys some more knowledge and more information. Today's going to be all about salt. Why, how it became so vilified and why it's actually not bad for you because you'll die without it. Much like water and food, You'll die without salt. But before I get started, this one, this one's dedicated to my old college roommate Liam and his girlfriend Jordan, and I'll tell you why. We were we were drinking a little bit one night. We were at my friend's apartment, and we had an argument over table salt that turned into a fist fight. So what had happened is we were drinking, and his girlfriend was making pasta, and I told her salt the pasta water like the sea. And she's like, no, it's bad. It causes this, that, and the other. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't. Salt is not bad for you. I gave her, you know, the information that I had. And, uh, yeah, I started yelling at her. She was yelling at me. I think I called her a fat bitch or something along those lines. And uh, Liam punched me in the face, cheap-shotted me. And then I cheap-shotted him. I punched him in the face. Well, I guess they weren't cheap shots, but yeah, it turned into a little fist fight. We hugged it out. We had a couple beers after that, and it was all good. Anyways, let's look at the history of salt. Salt has been used for centuries, thousands of years, actually as currency. The word salt comes from, I believe it's Greek origin, salarium, the word salarium, which also, that's where salary comes from. So we'd used to pay people in salt, very valuable, not only for health purposes and staying alive, but also for preserving food. Back in the day, we obviously didn't have refrigerators, and salting the meat that you had helped preserve it longer, drawing out the moisture, keeping it more, well, I don't want to call it shelf-stable because there's no shelves in grocery stores, but you were able to keep it longer. Therefore, stay alive longer eating the meat that you caught because you're not. Gonna, you, it was hard to kill something every day. But it wasn't until about the 1970s in the United States that salt really became this enemy to for health and nutrition a doctor by the name of lewis dull ran these experiments these studies where he basically induced rats with hypertension giving them insane amounts of salt 50 milligram 50 grams to be exact which in in adults is about 500 grams and if you don't see the correlation we were recommended to eat about 2.3 grams of salt a day which i think is a little bit low for a lot of people but the average american eats around 5 to 8 3 to 8 depending on how much processed food you're eating anyways he gave these rats super physiological amounts of salt some that so much that you would never eat or consume and over time he saw uh, the rats had increased risk for heart disease and hypertension. They had hypertension, high blood pressure, if you don't know what hypertension is. And based on this study and some other hypotheses that he came up with, based on cultures that had higher rates of hypertension, that also had higher intakes of sodium. But there, again, that's, there's, that's a correlation without causation. He came to the conclusion that salt causes hypertension. Now, much like a lot of things, too much of anything can cause a lot of problems. Too much water, you can die. Too much salt, ridiculous amounts, 
we know will cause hypertension, but that's so crazy, the amount of salt that he gave him. 500 grams for an adult. Nobody's going to eat that. If you eat that, what, what did you just put a straw in the ocean and start sucking away? Like, where are you going to, how are you going to eat that much, drink that much salt, eat that much salt? You're not. So based on that evidence, the Senate Commission of Nutrition in the United States recommended that Americans cut their sodium intake from 50 to 50 to 85 percent based on that and that alone. Now we have a ton of research in the last 30 years proving that sodium doesn't really move the needle and doesn't cause any doesn't cause hypertension to the extent that it's going to cause heart disease, cardiovascular disease, and different things like that in healthy adults. Now in, in adults with obesity, and that have a very high or are very salt sensitive, there can be a bit of a problem. But we're not even going to talk about people that are obese and have a salt sensitivity today. Because if you're obese, you have many other things in your diet and your exercise regimen that you need to fix before you really focus on your salt intake. As for healthy adults, it doesn't really move the needle and cause We know it, there's many studies that show that it, there is no, uh, increased mortality rate for those who have higher salt intake that are healthy adults. Great news there. You don't need to worry about your salt intake. Worry about your processed food intake. That's what I would be focusing on, cutting back on your processed foods. Now, those are high in sodium, and they're high in, in, in refined salt. So when I'm talking about salt and when I'm talking about the health benefits for salt, I'm looking at unrefined different sea salts that also have a high mineral content different trace minerals that help with different fluid balances in the body. Very good for tons of mechanisms in the body, minerals, vitamins, things like that. Salt is high in, a good salt would, was gonna have a good amount of potassium and magnesium to go along with the sodium chloride. Now we do see a risk for low salt diet. We see some health risks. If you are on a low sodium diet, and I'm just gonna go over a couple of them today, Sodium plays an important role in the transporting of vitamin C to the brain. Vitamin C is responsible for synthesizing neurotransmitters. So synthesizing meaning creating. Neurotransmitters are how we send messages throughout the brain. Things like serotonin, acetylcholine, dopamine. So if, it's, if we have a low-sodium diet, it's affecting the transport of vitamin C to the brain, affecting our cognitive function, leading to a lot of cognitive impairment. Also, if you're on a diet that's low in sodium, your body's gonna get it either way, because it's essential for life. So what it'll do is it actually, it'll actually pull those minerals out of your bone, bringing magnesium and potassium and calcium with it. This in turn leads to things like osteoporosis and degenerative bone diseases. And a low sodium diet, even if you don't have a low sodium diet, you could be depleting your sodium with drinking things that are high in caffeine. We know coffee is the number two beverage in the United States. Probably going to be number one soon, to be honest with you. Climbing up the ladder. Coffee is high in caffeine. Caffeine pulls sodium out of the body. So I think uh, there was Dr. James Antonio was saying about four cups of coffee, the caffeine content in four cups of coffee pulls about a teaspoon or 2,300 milligrams, 2.3 grams of sodium out of your body each, 
each day if you're drinking that much coffee. And that's what the that's what it's recommended by Americans to consume. So if you're drinking a lot of coffee, you need to up your sodium intake. And like I said, a good unrefined salt, things like uh, a sea salt. I like things like a Redmond's Redmond salt. These are brands now, guys. Celtic salt, a pink Himalayan salt, just because they're unrefined and they have some of those trace minerals that we want. It's going to be better for our body, better for our overall health. Salt is also an electrolyte, so if you notice Gatorade is high in sodium or any sports drink is going to have a decent amount of sodium and salt because it's an electrolyte. It helps with the fluid balance. You can actually be dehydrated with drinking just water. We need sodium and other minerals to hydrate and absorb the cell of water to, for proper hydration. So if you're just drinking plain water, Especially if you're moving around throughout the day, I would put a little bit of sea salt in your water. Not enough to make it super salty, but just enough to add some of those minerals in there and help with proper hydration. The one thing I really want you to take away from this podcast is salt is not bad. Salt is great. So good for you. A good unrefined salt. Great for your health. If you're eating a lot of processed foods, it's not necessarily the sodium and processed foods that's bad for you. It's everything else. It's everything put together there. And if you're eating a lot of processed foods, cut back on them. Salt your food. Not only is it great for you, it makes things taste so much better. You know, spinach and broccoli are not the greatest. And even meat, like you salt meat, it just brings out flavor. It makes everything just that much more delicious. Don't shy away from it. I see these companies that make these seasonings without any salt, and I just don't understand it. There's so much research to show that sodium is not bad. Sodium is not the devil. And we need to get away from this horrible stigma. And we need to start eating whole foods, salting your foods, and just living a healthier lifestyle. Another common misconception I'll hear is that salt makes you fat. I'll hear a lot of people on a diet, oh, I got to stay away from salt. And they don't really know why. And well, you shouldn't stay away from salt, but there's no calories. There's no energy. There's nothing that will make you add body fat. Simply cannot, does not work like that. So don't worry about that. Does it make you retain water? Yeah, it could in crazy amounts, but it will not add body fat. So there's a little rundown on sodium. I hope this helps you understand why it's not bad and we need more of it. We need more unrefined, healthy salt and less processed foods, less refined salt Thank you for listening to another episode of the Health on 10 podcast. Keep your health on 10 and happy Thanksgiving, everybody.